Welcome to Innate Express Podcast. I'm Haig John, chiropractor in Melbourne, Florida. Our mission is to ground you in service and inspire you to serve at your very best. Let's get started. Hey, welcome everybody to Innate Express Podcast. I'm here with my, my man, my good friend over here, uh, James Chester from Cairo Hustle, uh, the man himself. And uh, I, I'm so happy to see your face out in Colorado, and I'm in Florida, so I'm warm here. And uh, So welcome, Jim. Good to see you. Hey, uh, Hag, thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure to connect with like-minded individuals like yourself and to share the bigger idea that we're both connected to. And most people um, that don't know, now they will know, it's called chiropractic. Yes, <laughs> chiropractic. <laughs> exactly. So, Jim, I, I met you um, at uh, a, a, a 10X, and uh, we sort of chatted before we got there, and then we got together and hung out, and we, we created a vision. I remember sitting with you, creating a vision. Do you remember that? I do, yeah. <laughs> we, we were looking out in a stadium, thousands and thousands of people around us, and I remember looking at you. We almost said it at the same time. Could you imagine all these being new people coming into the office? Remember that? Yeah, there's like 35,000 people there. Absolutely. So at that moment, I was like, man, this is a brotherhood. This is a brotherhood. I, I, can, I can relate to this guy. I like it. I like it. So since then, that was one ten, two 10Xs ago. Is that right? Yep, that was two years ago. Two years ago. And, you know, what, what's happened? I know you – I really i am impressed by it. I see you out there. I see you communicating your, your business. You got the hustle. And, you know, what, what's changed in the past two years? Well, we, um, we've grown quite a bit as a brand. Yeah. And I believe that, like yesterday, I made a post that said you should make your brand your something that's uh, congruent and ethical. Yes. But you should also make your brand something that's either um, um, easy to get to or edgy. And I, I think that we've done a little bit of both of those things. It's easy to get to and it's a bit edgy. Um, and I think that people have seen what we've been doing like yourself over the past several years and seen that we've uh, been on a trajectory to bring chiropractic to the forefront. And me being a non-chiropractor, I was looking at like a few different ways that we could leave an imprint with the messaging of chiropractic. And I went to a seminar probably like six years ago now, and it was John D. Martini. Oh, yeah. And... John D. Martini is a master communicator, and I didn't even know the guy's a chiropractor. Yeah. I just ended up going to the seminar in downtown Denver, and one of the things he said at the end of this whole thing, which really inspired me to make a, a film on chiropractic, was chiropractic needed more media leverage. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Powerful. And so now, fast forward from that point several years ago, um, we are bringing media leverage to chiropractic. And, and it's obvious. I can see it. You've inspired a lot of people to start podcasts. I've started my podcast. And, you know, where we are and getting things out there. I play on Amazon when my, uh, my, my, my live feed doesn't work in my, for my, uh, you know, chiropractic videos. I put on your movie, the chiropractic movie on Amazon Prime. I love it. I love it. And people love watching it. And there's a lot of powerful messages in it. You connected with a lot of great chiropractors. You skipped me, but you know, it's okay. 
<laughs> well, now now we're connected, and I think that you know, like I said in that stadium to you two years ago at the 10x Growth Conference in Miami, um, the sky is really the limit when it comes to getting this world more influenced with chiropractic yes. and getting more people uh, to understand that there is um, a health model that doesn't involve drugs or surgery. And I, I don't think it's like it's always been said, it's not us against them. It's us knowing that we are something, um, something different. Chiropractic is something different. But the paradigm is, is like ripe right now for people to understand that chiropractic is a solution. Like, you know, like 50 years ago, people weren't juicing until Jack LaLanne started teaching people how to juice. Like people weren't interested in like going to the gym until Arnold came out with pumping iron. Yeah. Like people aren't interested in chiropractic until Heg and Jim created something amazing for chiropractic. Yes. And you know what? That is, that's a badass statement. And that's, that's it. We got to pump up the juice and get people out first. Like you, you have your trainings, doing screenings, getting people out on the street and saying, hello, nice to meet you. I can help you. Right. Going to athletic events and showing them. I, I, I had a, 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 a professional marathoner, he took 12 minutes off his half marathon after his second adjustment. For a marathoner, that's tremendous. That's like years, right, to you and I. You might be a marathoner, I don't know. But you know, when we're talking about performance, it's not just about being sick and getting well, it's about being well and living better, right? So getting that message across, we've lost that, I think, in, in some of our um, branding like you're talking about. And I love that post you did. I commented, I said, yes, that's what we need. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, when I think about what's possible, um, the reason that we're moving forward at the rate that we're moving is because we are trailblazing. We're doing things that most people weren't doing. Yeah. And that's controlling the media, the, the megaphone of what we're doing for chiropractic. And like you said, it has inspired other people to create podcasts. It has inspired people to do Facebook Lives every day. It has inspired people to step out of their comfort zone because right now when we have access to these mediums, we have to leverage the mediums in the media. If not, we're just like they always say, you're leaving money on the table. Yeah. You're leaving money on the table and you're withholding information from somebody that needs it. That's what I look at, right? Well, we, we have these, these abilities to share, but we have to be articulate enough that people want to listen to us. So we, we have to know that we, the substance that we provide to people has to be something that's, uh, um, that they can rest and digest with. And it's not a force feeding opportunity to people. We have to give them something that they want, not something that we tell them that they have to have. Yeah. Like we want to give them more freedom. We don't want to reduce their access. We want to give them more possibilities. We don't want to tell them no. Too many people want to tell themselves no. We have to figure out how to have people tell themselves yes. That is the wisdom of the month. Let me put it, I, I, that is uh, so powerful, those statements. It's better to inspire right? Than to bring fear into someone. I'd rather be inspired or inspire others. Absolutely. You know, we can look at it from the standpoint of being like a young man and yeah. getting into some type of trouble with your um, parental figures. Mm -hmm. Would it do you more good if you got grounded or would it do you more good if you got more freedom? 
You know, that's, that's, that's a, that's a big question. You know, being a, a new, fairly new parent, parent with five-year-old and three-year-old, I don't know how to answer that because sometimes you've got to add a little bit of the turn the screws a little, you know, that's, that's powerful things. When we set our, our, the people that we serve free, I don't make appointments in my office. You just show up here. I'm not going to chase you down. You know, you're getting benefit out of this because your life is changing. And I think switching the idea of being the sickness model to the more vibrant life model, the transformation, I'm not going to change your life, but we can enhance what you have. You can live a little better, right? You happen to be sick once in a while and you get adjusted and you get well, that's really great. But it's the times in between I feel are the most important adjustments. Well, one of the things that I'll just like share a big spotlight of energy right now, we okay. were just at Tony Robbins 60th birthday party down in uh, LA and we were coming down an elevator after uh, a Sunday seminar that was put on by my buddy, Jared Yellen. And um, we were coming down the elevator and um, out of all people in the universe, Jarek Robbins is in the elevator with us. Wow. And, and uh, I was like, hey, Jarek, nice to see you, man. Last time I saw you, you were in Kentucky, and you taught me how to break an arrow with my throat. And he goes, wow, you were there, and you did that. He's like, that was pretty cool, right? I was like, yeah, I still tell people my power is my resistance. Yeah. And then as we were about to go, me and my girlfriend, uh, Michelle, we were leaving the hotel to go uh, grab some lunch for the day. Before we left, he came up to us, and he goes, hey, you're, you said you're a chiropractor, right? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, hey, I've been having this thing going on in my back and my rib area. And he's like, it's really like restricting my ability to like turn my head. And she goes, oh, well, uh, I was like, babe, just take a look at him, see if you can help him. So she like sat him down in the hotel lobby, uh, did some range of motion with him, palpated, checked some things out and adjusted him. And before he knew it, it took about two minutes and we changed like his trajectory. Think about that, exactly. <laughs> change his trajectory, he can serve more people, transform more lives and connect in more ears and eyes than he could being subluxated. Yeah, so it was just, and, and then he made this nice uh, social media post about it took her two minutes to like adjust me and to get me back on my way to, you know, better quality of life. And for somebody that comes from the lineage of Tony Robbins to be his son, um, we asked him the last time he was adjusted, he said four months ago. Oh, wow. So, so, so I was like, did your quality of life go up or did it go down since your last adjustment? Oh, it went down. Got it. And then he said to her, <laughs> um, how do you know if there's a bone out of alignment? She goes, it's the same way whether or not you look outside and see if it's raining or see if it's sunny. <laughs> fantastic. I'm going to use that myself one day. I'm going to do it. <laughs> That's really, really good. And uh, so, you know, you, I, you, I see the post with you and, and, uh, and your girlfriend, and you guys look really, really happy. How long have you been together? Um, we came into each other's, uh, like, ecosystems back in uh, 2019, um, July, end of July, and, uh, or maybe end of June, summertime. Mm -hmm. And uh, ever since then, um, it's been something of, like, a miracle. I mean, just when you find somebody that you can step in stride with, Mm -hmm. And uh, one of our uh, our messages within the Men of Iron, I have a logo here, Men of Iron. It's one step, one breath. Yeah. And when you think about relationships, it's quite similar. To, it's like one step, one breath. Like 
they're hiking a mountain, like one step, one breath, yeah. Beco becoming a journalist, one step, one breath, you know, becoming a doctor, a chiropractic, you, as we interviewed you, you became a chiropractor later on in your career. You know, you had, you had done a few things before you decided that was your calling. Which shaped me into the man that I am. Mm -hmm. But when you think about like me getting in a relationship, it was me being like the solopreneur, working my tail off, not really making time for somebody to be in my life. But then when you realize that you can find somebody that is um, a mirror of you, that's the hardest thing to do when you're like elevating your profile and your standards is to find somebody that can mirror you, especially when you get a little bit like in your forties, like I just turned 41. So when you hit like that age peak, like to find somebody that's an ideal partner is, it's quite challenging at that point in your life. You know, the one thing is that your consciousness and your energy and your vibration, it was time for it. It wouldn't have happened a moment when it's not the perfect time. You've created this self. All the work you've done on yourself spiritually, emotionally, um, financially, in business, your tone and vibration matched hers in the perfect time, not a minute too late or a minute too early. It's perfection. And that's what I feel relationship is. Even people coming into our offices, people coming into your business, and how we relate to each other, it's perfection. It's what we, our consciousness says, we talk ourselves out of things sometimes. It's happening in the right time, at the right moment, we have to accept it and trust. So one thing that uh, I, I do see, you guys look really happy and I'm really Thank thrilled you. for you. The, uh, the Men of Iron, I signed up, I'm gonna be there in April. Mm -hmm. And I signed up, I don't know much about it. And on purpose, I really, I wanted to know without a preconceived notion, and um, when we and uh, uh, you and I and uh, Ryan, we were in Mexico, we were talking about it. So I got very curious, uh, but I investigated as little as possible. And I, I like to do those things because I, I want a complete open mind for things. And so I signed up. I'm going to be there in April. Um, can you tell everyone else maybe a little bit about Men of Iron? Yeah, I, I fell in love with this concept because I think a lot of times people have a really hard time investing in themselves. Yeah, big time. But I know that the people that really make it further in this life and like attract what they really want and desire, it's because they do invest in themselves, whether it's through education, they might get a better job, whether it's a, a more quality vehicle, they can get around easier whether it's a safer neighborhood, now they can raise a, a healthier family without fear. Absolutely. So whenever people really invest in themselves, they might you know, buy a better office space they can produce better content out of. They might be able to see more people. So whatever it might be when people like want to invest in themselves, I saw this as something that was so fundamental when it came to anybody from any walk of life wanting to become a better version of themselves. That's spectacular. And there's certain tenets that we live by and it builds a bond with other men mm -hmm. that are going to become um, influence on you and you become influence on them. And you, you drink from the same cup, you walk on the same path, you join arms, you, you learn how to look after each other. So maybe you've been wandering around and you've just been like doing it your own way. Now this is a chance to see how other people are doing it 
in their ecosystems. Maybe it's not right, or maybe not it's wrong, but they just don't know how to invest in themselves properly. Maybe it's spirituality that they're failing. Maybe it's personal relationships that they're failing. Maybe it's business that they're failing, but maybe it's just having people to actually have a brotherhood with that yep. they don't know how to actually build that bond. So when I went through the first men of iron evolution, I saw that there were other men that were going through it for different purposes. Um, but I have seen all men that have gone through it thrive, whatever they were, their weakest points were are now becoming their strong points. So whenever you can retool somebody and find out where their deficiencies are and make those strengths, I see that as a huge win for anybody. That's, I mean, it's transformational. That's, that's major stuff. Um, that's what I saw that vision too. Um, I, I, I mean, my friend Arno years and years ago said at, uh, at our Masterpiece training camp, and I've always resonated with this about 20 years ago, he said, you know what? I'm all messed up. And I thought, man, you know what? I'm all messed up. Everybody has their junk we're dealing with in life. How we deal with it is the important part. And I know a lot of men that are, and women, that think they're their own island. And you know what? We don't have to be. There are lifeboats. We just have to reach out for them. We just have to reach for another friend or be a friend and be a man and step up and really and take care of each other. And that doesn't mean, for me, it doesn't mean just here it is. It's teach a man to fish, right? That or a woman and teach them to fish, teach them to thrive. And that's what also I, I really was inspired by, you know, Cairo Hustle. And, uh, you know, you're showing people how to do screenings properly, how to communicate properly, how to thrive in practice and, you know, talk to people like they're people and how you can help them. So, yeah, I'm really, I'm really inspired. I'm excited about April to go up there to go to Colorado. Sign up. Why don't you give us the website right now? Maybe people can sign up. Um, Men of Iron Colorado, uh, I don't have it memorized by heart. Um, I, I, I can put the, 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 I can send you the link and we can put it in the show notes. We'll do that. We'll do but that. But it's, it's not like the most linear like web address. Understood. <laughs> There's so many dot coms, it's hard to pick one these days, right? Well, it, it, it's more of a landing page setup that's like a private message type uh, link that we send to people. But um, I think it's menofironco.com. Uh, that sounds right to me. It sounds right. If it's anything different, we'll work on it. We'll post it. Menofironco.com, I believe. So, you know, you, 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 uh, you know, we had that vision together and uh, seeing people out there and seeing people come into chiropractic, changing, changing and transforming. Where do you feel you are right now? How are we? What's your vision of the near future? Well, you know, I'm in my 11th year now in some facet working in the chiropractic world. Um, it's a very interesting ecosystem to learn. Yep. Um, there's so many different uh, diversities within this uh, profession. Um, I gave a talk in Boulder um, four years ago now called Unity Through Diversity. And there's so much um, diversity within the chiropractic profession. We just need to learn how to unify each other. Yeah. And, you know, short term, medium term, I just want to keep on producing good quality content for the chiropractic profession. I want to teach chiropractors, like you said uh, a moment ago, how to fish rather than to give them a fish. Mm -hmm. um, I think that that's a great analogy when it comes to growing a business. 
Um, Chiropractic is a small business. As you know, running your office is a small business. Mm -hmm. So I think chiropractors are doctors, but we need to look at the profession as each person is running their own small business. So how can we become more successful running small businesses? So I think that chiropractors should study a lot more of successful small business models, Mm -hmm. and they should study more um, outside of chiropractic when it comes to marketing and branding and how to grow a business instead of relying on what the guy did 10 years ago or what the gal did five years ago even. Mm -hmm. I think we need to stay current with the trends and study business modeling better. And that's why I wanted to take control of media. Mm -hmm. Um, When you take control of media, you take control of the trajectory of the information that's shared. Dissemination is a huge component of what chiropractic needs to do. So we need to keep disseminating quality content consistently and keep on banging the drum. And I think that knowing that small business models are where the profession needs to go towards, we also need to learn how to mentor the young um, that are coming out of school. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's a huge component is to raise the next leaders up. Um, That's a short-term, medium-term goal. Um, But I think that we need to look at like innovation. What can we do to make the profession stronger? Well, we need to figure out how to make businesses make more money. So if we look at this from a a conceptual point, we need to learn how to make the university stronger. So we need to have influence directly on the lexicon and the languaging that's going on in the schools and the education that we're producing chiropractors with. Mm -hmm. So I think there's a lot to do with the businesses and the education sources and how we actually contribute to each other. So I think the messaging has to go back to um, what is chiropractic? Who is it for and how can I help more people? What is chiropractic? Who is it for and how can I help more people? And if we just ran that same plan, it's like teaching a, a person to block and tackle. Like yeah. if you teach the fundamentals, now you're going to at least be able to develop a playbook. Yeah. And you can survive and thrive in anywhere you want to in the world when you have your your... Um, understanding of where you are. Can you say that again? What you just said about the, you, you know what chiropractic is. Say, can you repeat that? Yeah. So we have to like understand what it is. We have to tell people who it's for, and then we have to tell them how we can help them. That's and it. <laughs> it's very linear. But when we think about like how to reprogram the messaging, we just have to be consistent. Yeah. And, and consistency is like, it's not like, oh gosh, I'm going to start doing this like today. I tell people all the time, Heg, like when you started the podcast, don't worry about the first 10. Mm-hmm. Think about the first 100. Yeah. And our goal, as you asked me, like what is like, what's long term? We're going to create a thousand episodes. Yeah. So when you think about like the impact of a thousand episodes of disseminating mm-hmm. and sharing the message and the brand and the content that surrounds this beautiful profession, there's a reason that you became a chiropractor. And there's a reason why all those other thousand people I interview became chiropractors. Yeah. So when we start getting the, the general population listening to chiropractic content, mm-hmm. that's when we start making, that's when we start hitting, as uh, I think as Malcolm Gladwell called it, the tipping point. Yeah. That's when we hit that tipping point, which is, I believe, the 18% point. And as I've known, I've never heard one chiropractor said we're at 18% yet. No. I think it's probably less than 5%. People have said 10, but I don't believe that. And, we, you know, we also, you could use the 100th monkey. 
you know, whatever it might be, we're just not reaching enough people with the right message. And I feel that, you know, even in the profession itself, we have no identity. You know, and when people sit to ask me, oh, you're like old school chiropractic. I'm like, uh, I'm like chiropractic. This is what chiropractic is meant to be. And you're receiving that right now in this moment. And, you know, it's not about, you know, the other magical things that we could do or products that we can sell, which if one, someone wants to do that, but having it separated. And I mentioned that when you, you were interviewing me is that having a menu of this, this is chiropractic. If you want other things, these are called other things. And then we have an identity and we have a brand, right? Coca-Cola doesn't sell whatever other brands it sells with the name Coca-Cola. It's in the small label in the back, right? That they own that, but it is definitely Sprite. It's not Coca-Cola right now. People don't have an idea. It's all mixed together. So I feel that you're right on track and it's just amazing to hear that. Um, you know, on the journey, that you've come from, you know, I listened to your episode, I think it's episode 100. Is that right? About your story. Why don't you sh share a little bit about, you know, the man, the myth, the Jim Chester, um, about yourself. Tell me what about yourself. Where'd you come from? Yeah, I appreciate you asking me. I feel like uh, for those that don't know me, um, this is a good introduction to maybe understand like why I have such a force behind the work that we do. I never did it for the money. Um, I did it. I did it for the positioning, mm -hmm. and I think a lot of times people lose themselves in understanding dollars and zeros. And I never once said I'm going to do this because I'm going to become a millionaire. Yeah. Now I'm very well on my way there, but I never once did it because I wanted to to like figure out how to make a career to make money. Mm -hmm. I did it because I was soul searching. I was at a very like pivotal moment in my life, about 30 years old. And I said to myself, what am I going to do with my life? What am I going to dedicate my time and energy and my um, messaging to? And I was soul searching. And I said, well, what do I really believe in? And I didn't become a chiropractor. I became a messenger of chiropractic. Great. But at that pivotal moment, Heg, I said, well, what do I really believe in? What can I make a career out of? And at that juncture, I was like, well, I don't really believe in too much of anything other than chiropractic. I just believe that when I get adjusted, I feel better, I perform better, I have a better quality of life. And then that's when I first started working at a chiropractic office. And I, I realized that when I was doing patient testimonial videos, that everybody was having these like amazing, as chiropractors would call them, miracle stories. Mm -hmm. Or the medical profession would call them miracle stories, or um, we've restored this person's homeostasis. Mm -hmm. um, depends on what medical model we're talking about. Mm -hmm. um, so as I started doing these little videos, I started realizing that we were giving people's lives back to them. Right. And where somebody was like at one point, like um, uh, suffering, chiropractic was uh, giving them newfound hope like we did with uh, Jarek Robbins. Like when somebody was uh, neglecting themselves, chiropractic gave them uh, more sense of uh, ease. Yeah. And I, I just found that like, I could like stand behind this profession 100%. And I started to meet the people involved in the profession. And I just started to move one step at a time. Like I said earlier, one step, one breath. And I started realizing that each person had a story that they wanted to share. 
And the thing that I started to discover is that when you started paying attention to people and you ask them to talk about themselves, now you build relationships with people. Mm-hmm. And when you can start building relationships with people, you can start steering the ship together. Right. And that's really what I wanted to do is I wanted to meet the students. I wanted to meet the culture. I wanted to meet the patients. I wanted to meet the groups, the different uh, pockets of the society. I wanted to start getting to know the different tracks of chiropractic. And I think that's what really like inspired me to stick with it is I realized that there was a little bit of like, as you said earlier, the grapevine messaging or the old, like when you're like five years old, you have a five-year-old, the old telephone game where you tell somebody and by the time you get to the 30th person, it's a whole different story. Mm -hmm. So I I realized that that was what was going on with chiropractic. And it was, I called it the neighbor's cousins, brothers, uncles, mom's claws. Like somebody's always going to have a perception on what chiropractic is. Yeah. That's why we need to own the message of what chiropractic is to where other people don't make up a story about us. That's powerful. Yes. And, you know, the more we get out there and show the message in podcasts, some people will hear, they hear with different ears. Some people will relate to you 100%. Some people might relate to me or whomever it is. That's why I don't think there can be enough people sharing the real message of chiropractic because everybody hears and sees with different eyes and ears. And your journey, you grew up in Davenport, Iowa, right? Yeah, I didn't mention that. I grew up in the, at the fountainhead of where chiropractic started. Mm-hmm. Um, I had, you know, you can't really pick where you're born. Like your parents pick where you're born. Mm-hmm. So just happened by the, the luck of the draw, I was uh, uh, born and raised in Davenport, Iowa. Okay. And how old were you when you first got adjusted? Well, um, during uh, high school football, I hurt my shoulder and uh, I don't come from, I, did, I never came from an affluent family. So um, we went to our high school football trainer and he recommended that I go over to Palmer College and get some x-rays on my shoulder because they did a sliding scale service mm-hmm. where they would uh, basically uh, give us reduced fees um, because of our economic um, status as a family. So I went across to Palmer College and did some x-rays on my shoulder, but then they also, my mom was present because I was 16, and they said, hey, would you mind if we also did some x-rays of his spine to see if anything happened during that collision? Mm-hmm. So they uh, x-rayed my, my spine too, and that's when they started getting me under chiropractic care, and uh, the rest is history. You know, and that's a good thing for, because I work with a lot of students, I teach adjusting seminars and aid adjusting workshops, and, you know, just the students just having a little bit of the guts to say, hey, can we also, you know, check your vertebra and see if you have a subluxation there? That is just stepping out of the one step. I mean, I have people come in all the time and say, oh, my shoulder hurts. Can you adjust my shoulder? And I say, you know, it's, let's just take a look at your spine first. It's probably coming from there. And, you know, having the, the moxie or having the confidence to, to really say what you want. And you're bringing that out of people yourself in chiropractic and the the work you're doing with Cairo Hustle and now also with Men of Iron too, bringing that out of you where the fear isn't the what, what we lead with, right? It's the confidence you can lead up to it, but we have to transcend past it. I use them standing in front of my heart, but you know, getting past that fear of really just stepping out. That's, I heard all that. And that was one thing I thought of as a student when you said that yourself is just that little bit of confidence. And the students listening to these type of, uh, of um, 
podcasts and do a Cairo hustle because soon they're going to have to be entrepreneurs, a chiropreneur. And that is fearful for a lot of people. And the confidence of having someone to, to turn to or somebody like Cairo hustle or, you know, wherever it might be to go and make changes, enhance themselves, be stronger as a, as an entrepreneur, because you already have the hands. Now being the entrepreneur is not necessarily the easy part. It's a little hard for people. So, you know, you, you, you do a great service and Cairo Hustle is, I think, a big part of that. And getting to the students, I think, is, you know, paramount. And that's where I put a lot of my focus in is really the students because they won't be students for very long. They're going to be leaders and creating leaders, I think, is the most important thing. And you said it right, you know, I, I, I see chiropractic as such a uh, malleable profession at the moment because it's been um, attacked and discredited for the past 60 years. And I see that chiropractors have always stood strong in the face of opposition. And the chiropractor of today is not going to have any lighter of uh, perseverance. So it takes a very uh, strong-willed individual to call themselves a chiropractor and to be a healer and to have the perseverance to go forward and charge and to like serve. And I fell in love with chiropractic because it stood for something bigger. It stood for give. It stood for love. It stood for service. And that's something that all chiropractors should listen to. And you should remember that as your mantra on a daily basis, because I think think sometimes we get stuck in the numbers. We get stuck in like, how many did I see this week? How much did we collect? Um, What are your hours? Are you open? Um, How many people you scheduled show up? Like those type of things, like that will spin you out into a funk and you'll forget the give, love, serve. And I think... I think that a lot of times when a doctor thinks about collections, what are you really collecting? That's what you should ask yourself. Yeah. Are you collecting lives changed or is there a monetary like adjustment to your life that you're collecting? Yeah. Like what are you really collecting? Are you collecting a, a more of a, a toolkit for um, lack of time with your family? Yeah. Are you collecting more freedom for other people's lives? Yeah. Or is, or is it a financial freedom that you're collecting? So collections should be like delineated into different like levels of what am I collecting mm-hmm. and what are my numbers? How many lives did I change this week rather than how many patient visits didn't show up? What is my closing rate? Yeah. Like there's a lot of things that we have to look at once again as a small business. Yep. But as a healer, it's a whole different mindset. Like chiropractors have been persevering because of lack of being business owners. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of different things we have to pay attention to. Now that's, you know, where I feel in, in the workshops that I do in innate adjusting is um, bringing people towards serving. What is it to really serve? We're going to Brazil. I'm doing my workshop in Mexico, the 14th and 15th. Two days later, I'm flying to Brazil, and we're going to start setting up our missions in Brazil. And I do a, a private mission myself alone. Um, I try and do once a year. And again, that's putting that vision of thousands of new people that haven't received chiropractic waiting to get their first adjustment. So that vision is continually to come true. Um, the service part is what I feel like you're saying is, you know, being the service hand, being in balance with the, um, the business hand. And what Sid Williams used to say, you don't want the service hand to know what the business hand is doing. 
And I, I'm the same way. I don't want to know about the bad stuff. If someone canceled or something, just don't tell me any of that. Tell me at the end of the day. I want to be pure and whole and complete. What's happened now, there are a lot of business seminars in chiropractic. And what's happened is that we're losing the service hand and becoming unbalanced, that it's all business. Being in that synchronicity, being in harmony and balance with serving and receiving. We have to give, but we also, like I said, we must drink as we pour. We have to receive as well because I have to feed my children. I have to pay my mortgage. I want nice new shoes and I want a nice new car because I feel comfortable because in the times that I rest, when I'm not serving, I want to really rest. I don't want to have to think about, do I have enough money to pay for things? That's being in balance. And there's times that I've been in balance both ways, giving too much and the other way. So the harmony, I really feel that the synchronicity between, especially you and I, I really see that as, uh, you know, where we can help chiropractors grow. I see it right now, chiropractors growing bigger and stronger around the world as servers to humanity. Bringing that consciousness is powerful. It just doesn't happen with a lot of speakers or, or, uh, or seminars. It has to happen more. Well, the, the change of guard has been on for a while now, yes. and there's going to be a new representation. So when it comes to getting on like mainstream media, let's talk about getting on the Tonight Show. Who's going to do that? Let's talk about getting on to Oprah. Who's going to do that? Let's talk about getting on Dr. Oz. Who's going to do that? Who's going to get on the doctors? Who's going to get on the 10X stage? Who's going to go and speak to Tony Robbins? Who's going to be able to like make bridge the gap with what is pop culture and what is chiropractic? Yeah. And I think that we have to go towards the front of the line faster. And if we want to like make influence, we need to influence the influencers. And that's really what Cairo Hustle has been doing is we've been interviewing people. Um, we just uh, secured an interview with Patrick Porter. He's the uh, guy behind BrainTap. Um, it's like probably the most innovative meditation uh, um, software out there in the marketplace right now. Um, wow. We had a chance to interview Dr. Ivan Meisner. Ivan Meisner, if you ask me who runs the largest chiropractic network in the world, it's Ivan Meisner because he started Business Network International, BNI. Well, BNI chapters, every single one of them have a chiropractor in it. So when we think about like the, the, the footprint of what chiropractic is involved in, they all want to have better business model. They all want to figure out how to work on the meditation cycle of people. They want to figure out how to um, unsubluxate people's minds, not only in their spine, but a lot of the times when people become like entrenched with some type of like a, a deep rooted, like twisting in the nervous system, it's, it's mental, it's emotional. Absolutely. And a lot of times people don't ever connect that to injury, but a lot of times it's mental, emotional, that's causing a physical response. So chiropractors are like the healers. So when I think about like what's possible, we just need to start influencing the influencers, start co-branding the chiropractic message into these people's lives yes. and start getting to the front of the line faster with our message to where we're not taking the back seat anymore. We're at the forefront with the, the idea of vitalism and healthcare and wellness model. And I think that that's really where we need to go. Otherwise, we're gonna be like subjugated to um, small seminars where we're worrying about how many people showed up. And that's why I go and I do 
uh, media relations from those events. And I get that event outside the four walls and I leverage media as Dean Martini once told me to do. So I've just paid attention to what the masters have done, but I also know that anything that becomes popular has to become used and utilized by people that are on the forefront. Powerful statements. And that's important. You did what you were inspired to do. There are a lot of people that get inspiration, just don't take that step. Chiropractors are non-chiropractors and you did it. And I really feel some of these seminars need to be chiropractors and general public need to hear a lot of these things like DE and new beginnings and Cairo and uh, uh, Cairo Europe and all these other things where everyone's coming in and listening to those things, not just chiropractors. And uh, I see that the vision of the future and it just might be happening in the near future for us. So um, let's uh, you know, anything else you'd like to share or inspire somebody with or a little tidbit for students or what have you? Yeah, you know, I think that whatever we put our mind to is possible. If you tell yourself no to everything, then you'll get nothing. If right. you tell yourself yes to more things, you'll get something. And I think that discernment becomes the next uh, opponent within both of those. So just because you can doesn't mean you should. Um, so we have to think about like what is possible with our decision-making skills. And if you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else. Yes. So we have to continuously understand that the paradigm is the last battleground to be one is the one in the mind. Mm -hmm. And that's where we're at right now is um, if you pay attention to what's going on in mainstream media, you'll forget what's happening at your home. And, Absolutely true. <laughs> and I, I think, you know, to, to put one like uh, last uh, exclamation mark on this is when they write history books of chiropractic in the next 20, 30 years, I hope to be somebody that they write into the history books of chiropractic for being a force of change within the media creation and the dissemination of information to get chiropractic to the next, uh, next person. If we just think about the next one person we can make an impact on, I think that's where we need to continuously go. And if we think about the next 100 people we can make an impact on, that's where we need to continuously go. And people don't get under chiropractic care because of two reasons. And I found this to be true. Number one, they don't know where to go. Number two, they don't know who to trust. So we need to build up the no factor and the trust factor. Mm -hmm. And when you start doing that, you start getting third party validation. And then we get into these sectors that I'm really interested in, which is urban America. We need to get into the Latino culture and we need to get into the African American cultures. So if we can start getting into urban America, that's when we get our 18%. And that's when we get the shift of influence. But we need to start getting chiropractic to the people that aren't getting it because what we've done is we've produced chiropractic for um, a certain demographic, but we need to go and get chiropractic into the inner cities, and then we're gonna make a huger impact with what chiropractors can do. And I would like to see them become chiropractors. You know, um, Right now, I, I, I mentioned on your podcast that Neil Cohen and I have been uh, working on putting together, just in our town, I have two big universities here, and just doing a chiropractic a workshop for them to get them to go to Sherman Chiropractic or College of Chiropractic and uh, inspire them to be chiropractors. A lot of kids don't know where, the, I didn't know where I was going. I went to law school. It was a big mistake. And, uh, you know, being, uh, you know, creating more chiropractors. I want to see more chiropractors going to principal schools 
and you know connecting like you said with people you know for me i i really i feel like i take care of you know a big sector of my population but i have as a group that i focus my marketing to expanding that even bigger i think is very very powerful i personally like to do a lot of talks in uh, churches and usually they're either latino churches or or, or african-american churches as well um, because everybody needs care everybody and let's get out to the to the population to everyone so you know that was an important statement that you said there um I, I really appreciate you. I'm just going to plug a couple of my, my things that I have going on, if you don't mind, and we're going to close this. Um, March 14th and 15th, I'm going to be in Mexico for a Nate Adjusting Workshops, where I shared a stage with uh, Jim Chester not too long ago. We had a great time doing that. Um, May 16th, I'll be at Parker with a Nate Adjusting uh, Workshops, and Sherman, August 1st. Um, for innate adjusting workshops. And I've also been invited to speak at the Sherman Bonfire at Lyceum, which is going to be a lot of fun. And there's a few other things in there you'll see on my calendar. And uh, I really want to thank, thank Jim Chester and the staff of Cairo Hustle, the unsung heroes. I love those guys. Why don't you mention their names for me and everybody? Yeah, so we have uh, Luke Millette, who's been with me for a decade now. Um, we have Dwayne Hoskins, who's in uh, South Carolina. Um, Bryce Harrison, and uh, we just uh, brought on my own personal assistant recently, um, Darian Diljan. So we have a, a, a small but mighty force that we have working with this Cairo Hustle brand. And I just think, uh, you know, one of the people that really inspires me in the whole Cairo space is Dr. Heg John. So um, I see what he's doing and the way he's connecting the dots for humanity. And uh, if you guys are not following the Innate Express podcast, and this is your first time listening to it, jump on board and uh, listen to each episode and learn a little bit more about the people making influence and uh, listen to their stories and implement a couple key things that they say to you. And I'm sure uh, success breeds more success. And sure. like you're saying, we don't need more chiropractors. We need more successful principal chiropractors. Yes. yes. Awesome. Well, I love and appreciate you. Thank everybody that tuned in. And uh, Jim Chester, keep on rocking, and I'll see you really soon, buddy. Love you, man. Thank you. Bye-bye.